Hey, what's up, Brandon? Nice to finally meet you, man. Nice to meet you too, bro. How have you been? I've been good. I just got done turkey hunting this morning. Um, didn't get, did, I got my bird uh, yesterday morning. Uh, I was just helping a buddy get on one today. So, oh, man. I'm a big, big hunter. Big hunter. You guys, where where is Baker, actually? I don't know. I have no idea. Baldwin City, Kansas. It's just uh, about 20 miles south. Yeah, south of Lawrence. Okay. And how, how about from Wichita? Where is that? Um, it's about a two-hour drive. It's uh, Baldwin's like uh, like eastern central Kansas. I think a little bit north. And okay. Wichita south south central. So it's about a two-hour drive. Dang, you guys had the easy ride to Nationals then. Yeah, we Man, did. We had like a 12-hour drive. That's sucks. Yeah. That yeah, was that horrible. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's crazy. There's not too many, like, I mean, I could be wrong, but there's not too many NAI schools that are even on the West, really. I mean, there's like a handful of you guys, yeah. but compared yeah. to the Midwest. Yeah, it's a lot of Midwest schools. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a crap ton, and none in the Northeast, really, which is uh, yeah. kind of weird. But anyways, dude, thanks for coming on. I mean, I'm yeah, like, no problem. But uh, you're a three-time All-American. Yeah. I, I got that right at one. Yep. 174 184 174 that's what i thought all american all american my first year all american i was at 65 a 65 pounder dang you're you're you must have been a freaking huge 65 pounder <laughs> yeah i actually don't cut any weight I, I you know i'm i weigh like 176 right now 176 oh dang yeah i don't cut people always say i look big you do always say i look big I guess it's all relative, right? Since you're not cutting weight, you're probably a bit more filled in than some yeah. people. Although you're you're smaller for sure. And one six, what year was that? Your first year all American? That would have been 2019. So that was your Brett one at 65. Brett Bradford won 165, I believe. Uh, the Lindsey Wilson kid. Uh, or, no, no, or, no, no. That would have been 2020. 2020 was my first year all American. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. Was so like, it, it was it was Swafford. So, oh yeah, dude, what a, what a beast! Did you get to wrestle Swafford? Yeah, I actually beat him the what? first time. I, wrestled, I beat him the first time we wrestled at the uh, Moval Invite. Damn. And then and then I wrestled him, and then I lost to the Grandview kid, uh, Bonilla. Or, mm, Bonilla. Yeah, yeah, I think that's his name. G. G. Yeah, G. Yeah, Gio Bonilla. Yeah. Yeah, and um. I lost to him in the semis, and then I met Swafford for third and fourth, and he hit me with that inside cradle. Bro. He's got a he's got a nasty cradle. <laughs> he's a nasty wrestler. I'm honestly, yeah. and this is off talk, but I'm really surprised he transferred. I think I talked to who did I talk to? One of the Nolan Saxton. Yeah, we're talking about that because Nolan knows him. I I kind of know Brandon a little bit, and it's like I get it. Like I, I kind of get why he would transfer. Because yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure he has like that. I'm an NAI guy. I have something to prove a little bit yeah, in him. Sure. But it's like, I don't know, man. Not for me. That the that life's not for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. But but dude, a guy that I love, probably one of the people I looked up to. I mean, I didn't love him. You know, I know him like that. But like a guy I really looked up to whenever I was in college wrestling, especially in my younger years, was like Lucas Lavorn. That was a yeah. that that, that was dude, a, that. He's a beast. He is a beast. So, did you get to train with him a bit? I'm guessing just because oh, you yeah. guys were right yeah. on the same weight class. 
it was it was definitely a love hate relationship. Really? Uh, yeah we we weren't we weren't afraid to throw hands during practice. Uh, mm. It was he's he's a but but we both pushed each other. So mm. um, and that's I did my first year at Fort Hayes State, and he's he's one of the reasons why why I transferred is because you know I knew of him throughout high school. He's two years older than me, but I knew of him throughout high school, and I wrestled with him that summer. So I registered at Fort Hay State. It's a D2 Western Kansas. Mm-hmm. And um, I wrestled with them um, the following summer when I did my first year at Hayes. And mm-hmm. he was, man, he was just working me over. I'm like, this, this dude's a beast. I was like, I'd like to train with him all the time. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, so then, and then Gar, Coach Garcia, mm-hmm. I mean, I, he's, I give him so much credit. I mean, I love him as an individual and mm-hmm. he's just, he's just an amazing guy. Um, like it. And he was giving me like more attention during the summer. And I, I was going to have to wrestle his guys being at Fort yeah. State. Like I was going to have to be wrestling his guys. And I was training uh-huh. with him because I'm from Rossville, which is a small farm town, 20 miles west of Topeka. Okay. So I'm in, I'm in the Topeka area. Um, mm-hmm. And so it was only about an hour drive during the summers and coach Garcia was giving me, you know, so much time, so much attention. And I'm like, you're, I'm going to be, you know, wrestling and competing against your guys. Mm-hmm. And you're giving me more attention than I'm, you know, not mm-hmm. trying to like this Fort Hay state and yeah, yeah, yeah. what they're doing, but this, this was a guy that was giving me, you know, so much time and just, he, he has so much knowledge um, around the sport of wrestling. It's just, and he was just putting in so much time with me and I had Lucas, you know, all the, you know, coach Hughes was there. He's a national champ for Baker. Um, coach Rhodes, he was a, he wrestled at Iowa. They're all there helping me. I'm like, man, I would love to be on this team. You know, I don't care if it's NAIA, D3, D2, D1, like these are the group, this is the group of guys I want to be around. Yeah. And, and you know, me and Gar kind of had that talk. He's like, He's like, man, we'd love to have you. You know, he couldn't he couldn't say a whole lot because mm-hmm. I was signed to wrestle at Hayes. But I was like, dude, whatever I got to do, you know, I, I want to wrestle for you. So yeah. and then we kind of got that worked out. And then the rest is history. You know, yeah. Three time All-American around great, great people. And, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't be in a better position where I'm at. No, for sure. It's a Your team has always been incredibly tough. I mean, like I tell people one of the toughest heavyweights I ever wrestled who wasn't, who didn't even all American was on your team. I mean, this, I don't even know if you made that. Yeah, Jake, Jake Miller. Yeah, dude. He's the <laughs> only, he was like the only guy uh, to, to actually get a takedown on me that season. And I was like, Oh, what the hell? He, that dude just wrestles insanely hard. He'll That's, wrestle you hard. <laughs> like he's yeah. not the, he's not the like most technical wrestler. wrestler. No. But he'll just wrestle you hard for seven minutes. Oh, dude, one hundred percent. I, I like, because if if he wouldn't have taken me down, I would have teched him. But this motherfucker grabbed my leg, and I was like, oh shit! Like he he grabbed me and took me down like he was a man. And I was like, yeah, okay. I was like, damn, this guy's. And I mean, that's why I, t- I tell my kids I'm a wrestling coach. I'm like, who gives a fuck who you're wrestling? Like you should yeah. you should be able to if you if you're mean if you wrestle hard. I mean. If you can grab a leg, you can usually take anyone down. I mean, there's obviously some exceptions, but like, man, that that that's like uh, my only experience wrestling against Baker was wrestling against that guy. 
Um, and he got me, he got me good in that, that, that yeah. one takedown. I was like, oof. he's yeah. like mad respect, bro. He was, he was no bitch. And, um, yeah, that's hard to find, dude. I mean, you, you probably know it too. You wrestle lots of guys who maybe like they, they're the guys who, you know, never really all American or even make the net, but they fold like lots of the time guys like that really fold like really, yeah. really fast too. And yeah, he did, he did not, man. He did not. Um, you, so you all American three times. You placed third this most this most recent year. Yeah, you had a pretty crazy third place match. I think. Yeah, yeah, um, it was it was pretty wild. Yeah, walk us through the match, dude. What happened? I mean, that was like fifteen to fourteen match. Uh, no, I think it was like was I think it was like ten eight. Ten eight. Yeah, and track wrestling got it wrong. I think they they have it on uh because I was just looking at it. They have it like fifteen to fourteen for your win. Mm-hmm. But no, track. I don't think, that, I don't okay. think that's right. It was okay. it was still a crazy match, but I don't okay. Know what so ten eight. So yeah, <laughs> still ten eight's a crazy match. So yeah, who was yeah. that against? How did that match go? Uh, it was against uh, Koontz from Lindsey Wilson. Oh, like, Joe, Joe Koontz. Yeah, Joe. It was against Joe. Okay. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, and and he's tough, man. I wrestled because I wrestled him two years ago at the Moval Invite. Mm-hmm. Um. And I, I almost majored him. Right. And man, he improved a lot. And he did. I, I knew he was tough um, going into the match and kind of a crazy story. Mm-hmm. Um, like about a month before nationals, I was wrestling with our 84, Joe Ewalt. He was around a 12 guy. And uh, this other group came from the side and smoked my back, my back knee, my left knee. Mm-hmm. And uh tore my mcl like yeah. grade grade two tear mm. um pretty bad and i was like man my season's done yeah, my season's not- over and uh you know gar was just like you know keep your head up you know think positive because i was in a i was in a pretty dark place yeah um like i can remember going in the locker room after the practice and i sat in there for probably about an hour hour and a half and just bald just bald my eyes out and yeah uh 40 49 dallas uh kelzer he's he's my best friend he just sat in there like rubbing my back the whole time yeah. i know it sounds i know it sounds kind of weird but it's not weird it's not weird I've, I've yeah literally it's, been it's there. not if people know wrestling they know you know how how much that sucks it, yeah and to have have people like that around me you know not just him but everybody on the team so supportive um is really awesome and you know, I, you know, I did what I had to do, you know, got, got the knee, got the big bulky knee brace. Yeah. I wore that at conferences and was able to take it off at nationals. And then, um, so that was some adversity I faced this year. And then yeah. at, in this, in the semifinals against the Grandview kid, um, actually, no, 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 hold up in the quarters right. against uh, the 1080 kid from Reinhardt. I don't know if you mm-hmm. watched the match, but my knee like gave out. No, I didn't get to see that one. Yeah. Okay. If you go back and watch the match, like I think it's the first period, about two minutes in the match, I get, I think I take him down twice and he's getting up from me taking him down the second time. And I like went to go shift weight to like go a mat return. And my knee just like buckled that same knee. And I was like in the, I was in a lot of pain and the trainer came running out and uh, our trainer said, I was like, I think I'm done. Like, I think I'm done. And she's like, no, you're finishing out this match. And I, said, 
I said, all right. <laughs> I said, all right. She said, no, I, guess no. I guess it don't hurt that bad. Yeah. <laughs> she said, and, no, the hell you're not done. Let's go, boy. Get up. And I looked at the injury time, and there was like one second on the clock when I got up for injury time. And I was like, ooh, man, good thing. Good thing it, you know, I was able to walk, you know, good thing it kind of settled down a little bit. And, you know, I kind of had to wrestle conservative, kind of like changing my style. And I, I was killing him with short drags, man. Like he kept shooting like straight on doubles and I yeah. kept short dragging to singles. Uh-huh. And so that was something that I was happy with that I had to like kind of adapt mm-hmm. and change my wrestling style because of, because of my knee. And okay. then in the semis, I wrestled uh, Randall's from Grandview mm-hmm. and we got into this kind of scramble position off his high C and he tore my LCL on my right knee. Yeah, I, I tore I Sammy I tore my LCL on my right knee my second year right before nationals. So I know exactly. I got like a like a the third grade tear. I like there was one, two, three. Oh my, yeah, you tore you tore it in half, huh? Yeah, I fucked it up. So when I wrestled Damn. Tanner Farmer, I couldn't do like I was I used to be a really good sweep single guy, but yeah. like at that tournament, I hit zero sweep singles because my it just, if I moved that way, I just wanted to cry. Yeah. Um, so I know the point it's, is uh, I, I get how you feel. So what happened yeah. after that? Yeah. And then, and then, you know, with all the adrenaline going, you know, I, I, when you lose in the semis, you're up pretty quick on the backside because everyone's wrestling to get to you. And, you know, I was up quick, uh, Montana state Northern. And I was like, Amanda, like I heard my, my trainer, uh, Amanda, I was like, I heard my knee pop. She's like, Oh, I'm sure you're fine. Kind of just like, <laughs> try not to like worry me. But, um, afterwards she's like, yeah, you probably tore your LCL. But anyways, She's like, yeah, you're probably fine. Like, you're just gonna have to wrestle through it. I'm like, all right. So I wrestled, I wrestled the Montana State Northern kid, and I think I almost majored him. I beat him by like seven, and then wrestled Coons for third and fourth, and he hit me with like the the dirtiest low single I've ever seen, and like I've ever felt. It was like misdirection. Hard. Yeah, yeah, and he like <laughs> he like fell to that low single, yeah. and like I tried like sit in corner. And he tore my other LCL. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and that was like the second period. And, <laughs> and uh, so I was, but I had so much adrenaline going. I didn't even yeah, care. Yeah, it didn't matter at that I moment. didn't even care. And um, I heard it pop. And he even said something on the podium. He's like, your knee good? I heard it pop. I was like, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> he was just, che- he's a nice kid. And he was just checking in on me. And, mm-hmm. He's um, a good dude. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, like after nationals, I I could not walk. Like I was struggling bad. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, just, I'm happy, you know, that just builds character. All that that I, that I had to fight through, like that just makes me that much tougher. It does, and, dude. Yeah, now it's just kind of, you know, you know, I've been lifting hard. I've been doing some drilling stuff and, you know, working on some technique in the room, just light stuff. You know, you can find ways to get better in any circumstance. So you can. Um, 100%. So are you going to come back next year? Yeah, I got two more years left, actually. Yeah, two more years? So you can be yeah, a five-time All-American? Yeah, I'll be a five-time All-American. Jeez, let's, let's hopefully one of those is national champ. That's that's yeah. that's one of the yeah. goals. Uh, I'll, yeah, two-time national champ. That's right. Yeah. I, yeah. That's what I was going to ask you. I love to ask this question um, just because it's a great question, and I feel like it's it's helpful for people like reflecting. Is like, well, what do you think you're going to have to do, regardless of injuries happening, to go from – 
you know, third place, which is freaking awesome. A lot of people don't understand how awesome third place actually is. It's much better than second place, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh, from from third to first. Um, so what what do you think's missing or was missing this year? Uh, what do you think you'll add that hopefully will be enough? Um, and luck is a huge part of it too, honestly. Um, you know, I I think you know if if you look back, if I look back, and and you know people look back on my wrestling career, I'm constantly adapting and changing and and evolving in the sport and just you know if you ask anybody around me they're gonna say like i i get so excited about learning technique like it's something that like i get more excited than anything in the world about like learning learning new technique like um so i think that's a big thing is just keep building on what i'm good at and and then and then add you know keep adding things to my arsenal um you know, keep getting at the things I keep getting good at and better at the things I'm really good at, as well as, you know, maybe building off that and adding some, some more things, um, more leg attacks to this side, more leg attacks to that side. You know, um, I developed an outside step. If you go back and watch my matches at nationals, yeah, I hit it. Like, outside step. Yeah, yeah. I hit it like, uh, um, I actually got it from Sitikov. Um, yeah, yeah. I love Sitikov. Sitikov. That's uh, 74 kilos, right? Yeah. The dude yeah. beat Burroughs twice. Yep. Yep. And, I love watching him and, you know, you can get so much better at the sport just by watching wrestling um, mm-hmm. and, and picking things up and then going in the room and just, and then just trying them, 100%. you know, um, and it's kind of like a weird, I do it like a split step. So I basically hit like a, like a lunge. Yeah. Like a step. I know and, exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I think I hit that like three or four times at nationals. And that's something that I feel like makes me, a better wrestler is I don't just stay in my ways. Like high school, I was like post high crotch, post high crotch, post high crotch. It's like, I don't know when the last time I hit a post high crotch was. It's so hard to get guys reaching with their lead hand. And it is. It's super hard. You can literally uh, repeat that because I tell kids that. So I have a wrestling club and I tell kids this all the time. So I, one of the things like I'll smack my kids in the head and I'll be like, dude, stop reaching with your lead hand. Like that's just a horrible (laughs) habit. Yeah. Um, But it's like, when you get to college, it's one of the things that I know because I was really good at like a post to a far side, like uh, like low singles, which sounds like a yeah. weird. I don't know how to explain that. It's like they've reached yeah. near hand. I go post and I hit the back, the backside ankle. And I stopped yeah. doing that in college because it was super hard to get. Uh, for one, like heavyweights, they're so heavy that it's hard to even post on them. Um, for two, most good guys will never reach with their like they'll be so disciplined that they just stay in their stance and they don't ever reach with their their lead hand because yeah. lots of guys best chance to beat like um better guys is to just hold good position and hope to get yeah. a go behind you know so uh yeah but anyways you continue you love learning technique and de- developing yep. your stuff yep yep and and like i said before you know i got a great group of coaches around me and yep. and uh but really it's just you know sticking sticking with what i'm good at and adding a few things um every year you know i i think you know what, what, um, you know, I'm not going to make any excuses with my knee. Uh, I got, I got beat by, uh, the Grandview kid in the semis and, you know, um, I think if I was healthy, he still would have beat me. If I'm being honest, um, I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make those. I, I got to get better. Yeah. And, and that's, that's one thing that I got to look myself in the mirror. That's why wrestling is such a tough sport. You got to look yourself in the mirror and say, mm-hmm. you know, what do I have to do to get better? Not, not say, oh, he, my knee hurts. Um, you know, you're never, you're never going to get better. I'm never going to be a national champ if I have that, that mindset. I got to say, 
you know, cause, cause my, my right knee might be hurting next year, right. but I still gotta, I still gotta win a national title. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you gotta, you gotta overcome adversity, you know, he, who knows what he, that kid might've been dealing with something yeah. as well. I'm sure he, I'm sure he didn't come into the tournament 100% healthy. I'm sure he the did. Season, the season's a grind. It is. Um, so, but I think just, just getting to getting back to my, you know, when I'm attacking legs, I'm, I'm hard to stop. Um, I believe yep. I got the, some of the best leg attacks mm. um, in, in the nation, all divisions. Right. Um, I believe I got, you know, some of the best leg attacks. And if I just keep, you know, pushing the pace and, and keep on my attacks and, and trust in, in, in my coaches and what we're doing, I think that that's going to make me a national champ and, and, and also visualize the mental part. Yeah, you know, you gotta, you gotta be able to, if you can't, if you can't visualize yourself uh, re- walking out on the stage in the, in the national finals match, it's, it's most likely not going to happen. Nope. Every know? single day I, I did it. Yeah. I, yeah. And that's something that, that uh, coach Garcia has kind of instilled into my, into my brain is, is you got to visualize it. Mm-hmm. You got to visualize you, yourself walking out. You got to visualize you, you know, getting that takedown mm-hmm. um, on, on the big stage and, and then getting your hand raised. Um, you got to be able to visualize those things. Um, even, even to taking the picture on the podium. Yeah. You got to visualize it. You got to yeah. visualize it. So 100%. Um, I think that's, that's another big thing is kind of like the mental, the mental aspect of the, of the sport. Yeah. 100%. So how, um, how important is it to you? Because this is another thing that I preach a lot. Uh, for me, yeah, visualization, self-talk, and another big thing, which sounds um, maybe some people say stupid, is having a really good warm-up before all my matches. Like mm-hmm. the, For me, like if I didn't warm up properly, I wrestled like shit. Like I wrestled horrible. But if I warmed up properly, I was like, I'm the man. No one can beat me in a takedown. No one can defend my shots. No one can out-scramble me. As long as I'm good and warm, uh, I, again, stop my tell my kids. I'm a freaking old man now. It's like, dude, having great visualization, having great self-talk, like when adversity comes along and having a great warm-up, those, in my opinion, those three things, uh, plus obviously having a really good training camp leading into, you know, the national or state tournament, I, I swear you should be able to win a, a national or state title if you if you put all of it together. Because um, for some people, not being warm enough is what kills them in matches. Um, I don't know how, how important a warm-up is for you, and that's what I was going to ask. Yeah, so I usually like to get a good hard drill in about, you know, 30 to 45 minutes before I wrestle. I like to get a good hard drill in. And then I like to just, you know, sit down for a little bit, get some fluids in me. And then from there, probably about 15, 20, I start getting up and just kind of getting ready. You know, mm-hmm. that self-talk you're talking about, you know, like before my matches, I usually say, like, I'm the best. Like, yep. no one can beat me. Like, I'll, I'll say, yep. like, I'll be pacing back and forth, say I'm the best. Like, just kind of, just kind of like, just that self-talk and self-belief. You know, no 100%. one can beat me. Um, when I, when I stay on my offense, you know, no one can beat me. And then a, a big thing that has helped me is I try not to go through matches in my head. Cause that's mm. negative. That's, that's because when you, ever you go through a match in your head, it's not going to play out like, mm. like you think it is. 100%. So, um, I'm obviously aware of what that guy's going to do. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I try not to like. Oh, if he does this, I got to do this and I'm going to do this. I think mm-hmm. that's, that's, uh, just go out there and wrestle, do what you love to do, do what you've been, do, do what you've been doing, you know, since you're a kid, you know, 
other than sleep, I don't think I can do anything more naturally than wrestle. 100%. I'm, 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 <laughs> yeah. I'm 100% there with you. Even now, when you're retired and you're not wrestling anymore, you're still going to be like, fuck, like, I still want to, like, I still want to go to practices yeah. and I still want to teach. And I, cause like, you just never, like, and I, I feel like you're a lot like me. I can, I mean, I can see that just from talking. It's like, yeah. you know, when your path, when your career is done and over, you're still going to, I assume, and this is going to be one of the questions, but I assume you'll either at least have a, a coaching role, whether that's mm-hmm. a part time coaching role or full time. Um, because, yeah. Dude, it's like it's it's just something that we love. Like, and yeah. when you when you take that mindset into matches, I I never plan for matches. If someone asks me, I guarantee you, if if someone asks Brandon, do you watch film? Fuck no, these guys can mm-hmm. suck my nuts. I'm just gonna go out yeah. there and wrestle yeah, and sure. see what happens because sure. I, I believe I'm the best. I believe I can yeah. make adjustments in mid match. Uh, I believe I can take anyone down regardless of their style, mm-hmm. um, regardless of the weight, regardless of the division. So I don't watch film. Um, because like you said, you can watch film and you can try to play out a match in your head. It's never going to go that way. I didn't think Taron Farmer was going to fucking throw me. I also didn't think I was going to throw him. For what yeah. fucking, look what happened, right? Um, you just you just keep wrestling. You just, you just do keep wrestling. You do. Yeah. you do what you do. Yeah, it's, and, uh, it's unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and don't hold anything back, you know. No. Um, when, I, when I walk off the mat, I, I want to, you know, I want to – the first thing I ask myself – and when I'm evaluating myself on how I did, um, you know, did, did I give all I had? Did I give effort? Did I put did I put forth all the effort I had? And if I answer the question, yes, then then I should be I should be fine with with how I did, regardless of the outcome, um, regardless if I if I win or lost. And how, no matter how big of the, the stage, you know, yeah. sometimes people are just better than you. Yes, yeah, sometimes that happened. <laughs> that happened to me my freshman year, right? I got a, I wrestled a guy named Demetrius Thomas, who I ended up wrestling at Pitt Division One. He beat me twelve to eleven in the quarterfinals, and I was like, I thought I was going to be a four-time national champ. I was like, man, I'm good. Like that, that's my mindset. And then he was just better. He just beat me. Like there was just nothing I could do about it. He just got me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like you said, you you can be proud of your performance regardless of if you win or lose. You know. Yeah. Um, as long as yeah. you give it your all. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna ask you some. Uh, Another another big question. Well, actually, first before I get there, as far as like high school goes, because I like to ask about guys' high school history. Um, not that it really matters when you're in college, but like it's it's good to ask because you know some people yeah. might wonder: Did you ever win a state title? Did you ever go to Fargo, Virginia Beach, anything like that? Uh, yeah, I was a two-time state champ, three two one a, which is the smallest uh, class in um, Kansas. bunch bunch of small schools out west. Um, you know, near, near Hayes. And we actually wrestled in the uh, gross Memorial Coliseum, which is Fort Hayes state Coliseum. So that's why the coach there started talking to me because mm-hmm. that's where I wrestled my state tournament at. And I was a four time state placer fourth, um, second, first, first. So, um, and really kind of my whole career, I, I battled adversity. I did, I did wrestle Fargo, I think sophomore year cadets and, I think I went like two and two in freestyle and then lost in the blood round in Greco. So, I mean, not too bad. I think I was on the bottom side of cadets. So, um, but I've been, I've had four, four knee surgeries on my right knee. So I had two in high or three in high school. And then I've had one in college. Um, so just my whole career, I've been, I've battled adversity, but I think through all of that, it has, it has made me, you know, I wouldn't want it any other way. I feel like, I feel like I'm, I'm so tough. And so 
you know, calloused from that, mm-hmm. from those experiences, you know, the, uh, you know, okay, my knees, I just had a, you know, knee surgery and, uh, come back. Okay. I got to have another one and the whole rehab process through it all. And, and just the man, if, if, am I going to be, is this, is this too much? Can I come back from this? Um, and it's just like, then, I, then, then through it all, you're like, man, I'm just so grateful to be here. I'm so grateful to be in this position. You know, who, who can call themselves a three-time All-American? Not who, many people, you know, man. Not many people. And, yeah. and when you look at it like that, I just feel like, you know, another mental aspect of the sport, it, it, it helps you when you're competing. It helps you when you're practicing. It's like, mm-hmm. man, people don't get this opportunity. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and when, when it comes to you and the opportunity comes to you, um, you know, you got to rise to the occasion and, and go take Boom, it right there. I love that. I love what so, you just said. Sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. But that's, but that's huge because yeah. when you're, when you're an all American and you're in the, you're in the room, um, unless you're, you know, no offense, but unless you're a piece of shit, you, you like hold yourself to a good standard. You know, I've yeah. met some pieces of shit too, to be honest, who were like, they're just good at wrestling and they have an all American, but it's like yeah. people, when you're an all American, I remember going into college and looking at the guys who placed eighth and like seventh and being like, whoa, I want to be like them. Like you need to rise to the occasion because you, if you rise to the occasion, you're going to make those younger guys rise to the occasion, or at least some of them, you know, like the influence, like that three time all American, you're not even just a one, you're not just a two, you're a three. Like they're like, fuck, you know, Isaiah is a three time all American shit. Like I look up to that guy. Like, let me look at how he's practicing. Let me look at how he's studying technique. Like, Mm -hmm. The influence and like the impact that like all American national champ and any of that has on the people in like your room is so big. And uh, I think sometimes people don't actually uh, understand the value that they can bring. Um, and this is like I talked to uh, one of the guys from Grandview, uh, Casares, and he mm-hmm. talked about that. He was like, one of the reasons that Grandview is so great is that like everyone embraces that culture. Like everyone's like, yeah. Everyone wants to be the guy that's on the wall that's like a national champ. They, they don't just see it and say, I want to be that guy. They live it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I feel like you lived that too. And I, I did too. It's like you can see like the guys who consistently all American, meaning like the guys who get it twice or three times, like those are the guys that like usually you can look at and be like, yo, that dude's that dude's trying. Like, mm-hmm. um, and anyways, I guess my point is like it's crazy. You have two more years left, and in those yeah. two years. Uh, you might not realize it, but like you're like a leader on the team now. Like mm-hmm. you're, you're for sure like you're probably up there with the best guys on the team. You know, I don't know everyone yeah. on your team, but you're you're yeah. clearly one of the top guys. And it's like uh, the responsibility that you have uh, is to to raise the standard uh, yeah. and help people meet expectation and and rise yeah. to the occasion. Um, that's just a little rant, I, you know. I, I just was like, boom, oh man, he said rise to the occasion. I was like, you're yeah. right. Um, yeah, just and just creating that that culture, you know, you know, mm-hmm. Coach Garcia sets sets the the example, um, not just through through his his wrestling career, but but his mm-hmm. lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's not being an idiot outside of the wrestling room, and mm-hmm. and people know that. Um, he he doesn't just talk it; he he lives it, and mm-hmm. that's something that that has really rubbed off on me and resonated with me. Is that you know, if I want people to look up to me, I don't I can't just talk about it. I have to live it. I, I can't be an idiot outside the rest of the room. I, you know, I, I got to show up to class. I got to get good grades because people, people are looking up to me. Mm-hmm. People are seeing what I'm doing. If they see, you know, there could be a freshman coming in. If he sees me not yep. going to class, slacking off in practice, he's like, 
oh, I can be a three-time All-American if I just, if I do this. Yeah. No, that's, that's not what it takes. You know, it, it, it's, it's discipline, hard mm-hmm. work, dedication. Um, and coach Garcia, everyone laughs, but after nationals, you know, he, he's like, man, I'm so proud of you. He's, we had this team meeting. He's like, here's a guy that's, you know, talking about me as, you know, not the most athletic guy. You know, he, he, he's not the, he's not the fastest, he's not, you know, mm-hmm. you know, he just doesn't have that, that God gifted athleticism and explosiveness. And, mm-hmm. but his, his attention to detail and his, his just, just grit and hard work and, and, you know, dedication. That's why he's so great. And that's, that's why he's able to, you know, win, win those close matches and, and go get it. And, um, you know, rise to the occasion. That's why he's able to do that is because, because what he does outside of, of competing, you know, everyone sees competing, but there's a lot more that goes in the sport than just going out there, putting your singlet on, putting your headgear on, putting your shoes on, you know, step into the line. People don't realize everything that goes into, you know, wrestling. It's, it's, it's a craft. And that's something that I enjoy is, is you can always get better at wrestling. You know, there's never a time where it's like, oh, I've gotten to, you know, I've reached my full potential. It's like that doesn't happen. And that's one awesome. of the beauties of, of wrestling. Yeah. So, no, dude, I, I totally agree. Uh, yeah, man, I, 100, 100%. I totally agree. And that's one of the reasons. Crazy enough, I was asked, like, why don't you come back for that extra year? You know, I'm like me. And I'm like, man, I don't think I'm, I, I don't think I have it in me anymore. <laughs> to, to, yeah. to get it. It's like guys are like people don't realize how hard it is to like to all Americans win a national title. And I get like I said, I get asked all the time, like, why don't we come back? I'm like, man, people don't realize how even though it's at heavyweight, I would definitely say it's not even close to the hardest weight class. Um, there's still guys out there who can who are even in the NAI who can beat me if I'm not on my on point on the day. Right. So yeah. it's like what it actually takes to consistently come back and, and rise to the occasion every year. It's fucking hard, man. Yeah. You, um, you can't just half-ass wrestling. That's, that's not a thing. You're going to, you you're can't gonna get, cause you're going to get your ass kicked. Yeah, you are. Yeah. That's, I, didn't, I didn't have the heart to, to, to do the grind anymore, to be honest. Like I was yeah. like, man, I did it. <laughs> I was like, I don't, I don't, I could have came back easily. No problem. You know? Um, but the thing was just like, there's guys like you out there, you know what I mean? Like guys are, who are still going to be trying, you're going to be trying to beat me. I assume like, I don't think Randall's is coming back, but if he was coming back, you'd be trying to be, you'd still be making adjustments and try to beat him. And, you know, people underestimate the ability of guys who have lost to come back and win, you know, like it happens all the time. Like the guy who plays seventh place, uh, Israel Casares, he plays seventh place. Next year, he came back and won the freaking tournament. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. It takes like the all in mentality to, to be a champion, like 100%. Yeah. And just because you placed third this year does not mean that you'll place third next year. You know, uh, if you don't buy in, you can place eighth. You could not place, sure. you know. But if sure. you do buy in and you, you push it a little bit harder and you, you do the right things and you, your injuries are good. You could freaking major the guy in the national finals. You could pin the guy in the national finals. It's like, uh, it, it just takes a lot. Um, yeah. A couple more things here. Why, why did you choose the NAI? You said you were at D, you were D2, right? At Fort, Fort Hayes. Yeah. Um, did you feel any stigma going to the NAI? Um, what, what made you say, yeah, it's okay, cool. I'm cool going to the NAI. Um, no, I don't. I think Good. you can. I think you can reach your full potential 
um, places uh, at places outside of, of a division one school. I don't think that, you know, I always think if you're not happy somewhere, how are you going to get better at wrestling? If you're not happy, if you don't enjoy, if you don't enjoy, um, you know, your team and, and, and all that stuff, and you don't, you don't really, um, you know, resonate with the coaching staff and, and get along, get along with your teammates, coaches, you know, et cetera. Um, you're not going to get better at wrestling. And Baker was a place that, you know, that's, you know, I was, I was um, the first few months I was there, I was like, man, this is my family. Um, I don't want to wrestle anywhere else. I don't want to be anywhere else. Sure. Don't want to be at a division one. I want (laughs) to be here. I want to be right here. And not because, you know, I I don't think I'm tough enough for division one. Of course. Um, I think I'm plenty tough to wrestle uh, at the division level, but that this is my family yep. and I don't want to leave them. And, you know, I love everyone on my team. You know, mm-hmm. I just, I just feel like, you know, this, this is, this is my family and I've, I've created a special bond with mm-hmm. these coaches and, and also, you know, the, the, also the college, you know, the small class sizes. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm getting a, a better education um, here at Baker and just, just all that. I just, I don't think you need to be go to a D2 D1 school um, to, you know, reach your full potential. Yeah, I agree completely. I mean, I was a big dummy in high school, so the NAI really helped me out. I mean, I only had like a 19 on the AT- ACT. You know, I don't know if you guys take the a- ACT or the SAT, but yeah, uh, I think I was I think I was at a 19 as well. Yeah, so it's like I'm a dummy. You know, everyone called me a dummy, and it's like I know I'm a dummy. So it's like I had. I'm not as dumb as I used to be, but like, cause I got through college, but uh, <laughs> go, going into college, like Lindsay Wilson was like, we don't care. <laughs> like we don't get, like we're going to help you out here. And then eventually, you know, I learned how to study and do stuff. And I, and I made it through college and had pretty decent grades and stuff. Um, and the small class sizes really helped me out a lot. I mean, we had max 30 people in a class and honestly, most of the time it was like 15 people, you know, uh, and it just, it just helped a lot. And then, like you said, it's like the school, the schools are usually so small. I don't know how big Baker is, but Lindsay had about 2000 students, you know? So yeah. it was, it was like, usually in high schools are like two to 3000, maybe max 4,000 students. I think we have 900 on campus, but I don't know about like the full attendance. Yeah. We're small. we're small. Yeah, exactly. Lindsay probably had around 900 on campus. Right. But then they had like some people online and whatnot. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's so easy, I feel like, to be attached to, like, your wrestling family and to bond with the people who are there because it's kind of your only option, really, you know. For us, it was, like, go out to the lake, play golf, um, go do workouts together. Like, there wasn't much to do. It's a small country town, Columbia, Kentucky yeah. was. Um, and I think, like, it's so powerful. Like, going to NAI school, it's so powerful because uh, it, it is – you basically have no choice uh, to basically get really, really close to your team. And um, – the bonds is what kept me at Lindsay. And it seems like the bonds are what kept you at, uh, at your school too. Um, and, and also, you know, I think there's a lot of beauty in, in, um, in, in AI school because, you know, I, I love wrestling. Um, I have a strong passion for it. Um, but I also like to do other things. Me too. I don't like just, just to wrestle. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, I like to fish. I like to mm-hmm. hunt. I'm a big outdoorsman. Mm-hmm. I like to hang out with friends. Um, there's other things that I enjoy doing besides wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I feel like in NAI uh, school, um, you kind of get that, that, you know, the small school, you get the connection um, and you get some freedom. 
um, which, yeah. which can be healthy. Yeah. Um, so that's another thing that I really enjoy is, is we do plenty of wrestling. Um, but I also have some, some freedoms, um, at NAI school. Cause I've got such, whereas a division one, it may not be, you know, I want to go hunting, uh, when we have morning practice, that's not an option. Yeah. And, and I have, I have flexibility. You know, I talked to coach Garcia, I, I got this going on. Can I come in later with, you know, coach Hughes and get, and get a workout in. Right. This yeah, that's fine. You just got to get a workout in. Yeah. Uh, cause, cause he trusts me and trusts who I am mm-hmm. that I'm going to get that, get that workout in no matter what. 100%. Uh, and I think that's, that's really uh, valuable. I agree, man. I was the same. I, in, in college, I was really big. Uh, as far as like, uh, I was a part of like this thing called like the international student program. Cause I studied Japanese for four years in college. So I did a bunch of like trips with like international students and stuff. Um, and my, some of my best friends were like, you know, like, uh, tennis players. And then, cause they're all like international students. So those are the people I'd hang around a lot or, or some Japanese students. So it's like, uh, lots of times I just either be studying or hanging out with my friends with different sports and, and doing other stuff. And, I had the ability in the off season to really have fun, like more fun uh, than I assume lots of division. Cause I mean, Mason Paris is one of my friends um, and we train together a lot and he wrestles at Michigan. Uh, I don't know yeah, if you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he's like, they're training all the time, all the time. They have club practice, like they have the Cliff King practices and they have yeah. Michigan practices. And sometimes they're helping coach. Like they have a little kids club over there too. Uh, or they're going to do camps. Like there's always something going on, regardless if it's in season or out of season, there's something they're moving. They're always moving. And it's, yeah. And yeah. wrestling is the life it's studying and wrestling. That's, that's yeah. it. Um, and yeah. I can't, I personally couldn't handle that. Uh, so yeah. yeah. NAI school definitely does that really well. I have a, two more questions, man. I'm going to help. I'm going to let you get out of here. Cause I have to go to my club practice here soon, but no rush with the answers here. Uh, what's your big, what's the biggest yeah. piece yeah. of advice you'd give, uh, like young wrestlers, uh, new wrestlers specifically? Um, probably the, you know, the first thing is, is to save a lot of like the hassle and the, and the, and the, uh, just the agony of the sport is, man, if you're, if you're not into it, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't even get started. Don't let someone force you into doing something that you don't want to do, especially wrestling, you know, sports like basketball. If you don't really care, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, it's not that big. But if you don't have a passion for wrestling, it's no fun getting uh, going out there and getting your ass kicked in front of thousands of people every match. Like that's that's no fun. Um, so I feel like that's the first you know piece of advice I'd give to like I'm thinking of of my kids if I if I'm ever blessed to have kids. Um, mm-hmm. That that's what I'm going to tell them. If you don't want to do it, I'm not going to force you to do it. Just because I you know was a good wrestler doesn't mean you know I. I need you to be a good wrestler. And, and, and even if, even if you have a passion for it, I don't, I'm not going to, you know, be mad at you for not, you know, living up to your father's expectations or living up to my expectations or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I just want you to have fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's, that's something that, that I, you know, I wrestle with the attitude, you know, just go have fun, do what you Mm -hmm. love to do. Um, do what you do more than anything, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and another thing is just being, you know, you know, I I've seen your Instagram, you're a jujitsu guy, just having that like white belt mentality. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Just be open to everything. Like Mm -hmm. just be a sponge. 
mm-hmm. it comes to, you know, technique, um, you know, don't, don't be set in your ways. Yeah. That, that's, that's going to be, um, cause you're going to get, you're going to get passed up by someone that isn't set in their ways and someone that is continuing to grow and, and learn mm-hmm. and evolve in the sport. You're going to get, uh, um, passed up. I think that's a Kale Sanderson quote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it's, and it's hundred percent true. It is. If, if you're set, you know, just like we were talking about, if, if your only moves a post high crotch and you can get really good at post high crotch, you can have the best post high crotch in the world, mm-hmm. but that's not, you got to have more than that. 100%. You got, you, you got, you got to continue to evolve and, and, and learn, you know, how to, different setups, even if it's a different setup, different tie up, yep. you know, you change your hand fighting, mm-hmm. you know, different ways to get to that high crotch. Maybe you switch it up to an outside step. Like I was talking about, mm-hmm. that's a different setup to get to a position you're really good at. But if you're just inside step post high crotch, you're, you're never, you're never going to um, pass up those guys that are, are continuing to develop and, and, and get better at attacking the both sides of the body. And I think that's probably the, the next, the next best thing, but definitely the first thing is if you don't want to do it, don't, don't nope. do it. Don't even, don't even start. Cause, cause I mean, I'm sure you've experienced it. You've already shared one of your injuries with me is that yeah, it's a, it's, it's a bitch of a sport. Um, it is. It hurts. It's, it hurts a lot. It's, it's unforgiving. It's painful. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna go through, through shit that, that is, <laughs> is, is bad and, you're going to be at a low place. I can guarantee if you put passion and into the sport and, and you, you give it your all when you, when you get let down or disappointed, it's, it's, you're going to, you're going to be in a bad place, but that's, that's something that you got to build yourself back up. And that builds character that, that, that it teaches you a lot of things that life isn't all about winning. Um, It's, it's more, it's more about the journey and, and your experiences from it and what you learn and, you know, getting back up on the horse and, and, and continuing to get better at what you love. And, and that's something that I really love about wrestling. And sometimes I hate wrestling, not going to lie. I'm sure, I'm sure you've been there. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm freaking done with this sport. Yeah. I don't want, I don't want anything to do with this. Mm-hmm. I quit. You know, I've been yeah. there before. I've been there a lot. <laughs> it sucks. Wrestling sucks. It does. It, it does suck. And I think a lot of, you know, the majority of wrestlers can agree on it, that wrestling sucks. But but it's, it's something that, you know, you also love and wouldn't want to do anything else. You wouldn't want to shoot shoot a ball through a hoop. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, sound, that sounds boring to me. Yeah. Same. Um, going in and continuing to, to – um, just control and manhandle another mm-hmm. grown man. Yeah. That's something that's pretty, that's something that's, that gets me up out of bed and drives me is, it's is awesome. yeah, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's combat. It's hand-to-hand combat. You know, mm-hmm. if you can take a grown, another grown man down and hold them on their back or, or keep taking them down over and over again, that's pretty awesome. It is that's awesome. Amazing. It um, is. Heck yeah, dude. That's, that's another like perspective of how yeah. I view sport is like, it's more than just like, it's more than just like a sport. It's, it's, it's a lot more. It's, it's, it's a martial art. It's, it is. You know, it's something that's, that's really, that's really awesome. It does. <laughs> Wrestling has a ton of utility in life. Um, so last question here. So obviously you have two more wrestling seasons left. Our goal, you know, me and you just talked, I'm going to be your accountability partner. Your goal is to be a two-time national champ. I think you can do it yes, for sir. sure. 
Um, but after that, what's next? What do you, 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 do you have a job that you're looking to do? Uh, do you want to be a wrestling coach? Do you want to continue wrestling? Do you want to do mixed martial arts and do jujitsu? Like, is, do you have like a plan? And do you have two fucking years? So this can all change, you know, of course, because yeah. it changed for me. But what, what is the, the big thing after your wrestling career uh, is over? Um, well, I'm an elementary ed major. So um, I, I love working with kids and, you know, I'm a, I'm a pretty pat, you know, I'm a passionate person. You know, a lot, I feel like a lot of wrestlers kind of don't have patience for kids. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Me too. yeah. I, I know a lot of college wrestlers. Yeah. Especially. yeah. But, you know, that's, that's something that, that I feel like I have a passion for and, and would like to do, but I'm not going to keep, I think I'm going to have a lot of doors open after I get done wrestling. Um, well, so I'm not going to, you know, if, if a college um, coaching opportunity, you know, presents itself to me I could you know I would I would not mind being a college coach that sounds like a lot of fun to me that people that come in that are that are passionate about the sport and and I think that sounds like a very good opportunity for me something that I'd love to do because I'm you know I I couldn't imagine living without this sport in my life it's gonna have to be in my life till the day I die you know 100 um and you know the MMA route, I don't know. I've thought about it um, because we got a girl wrestler on the team, um, Abby Halstead, mm-hmm. and her dad. I don't. You might know him is Casey Halstead, and he d- uh, runs Tenth Planet Jiu Jitsu. Oh, okay. Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was actually just there. Casey literally. Halstead. Yeah, yeah, I was. I was. Yeah, literally. I just took a picture with that guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so he thought, was tell. He was just telling me that she went to Baker too. That's hilarious. Small world. Yeah. I literally was just working at his gym before uh, ADCC trials. So yeah. yeah I and, and I was going to go there last summer, but I had knee surgery. So I'm planning on going there and training um, and just kind of, just kind of seeing how I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, learning, I think it's, I think it's awesome learning jujitsu. I think it's awesome what you're doing. Um, you know, kind of just expanding your horizon beyond mm-hmm. wrestling, you know, just 100%. that. Um, and I think, I think it could also help me in wrestling, you know, um just with the with the rolling around and, and the scrambling mm-hmm. um i think that you know that could help my hips and, and everything like that and just just make me a more well-rounded wrestler and, um so i'm gonna try that but i don't know i don't know if i want to get punched in the face for a living yeah but. yeah I, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm with you man that's why i do jujitsu because i'm like yeah. i don't want to be hit i like i like grappling um so jujitsu is great because it, it, i mean uh the biggest difference, yeah, man, is the fact that you can get submitted a ton. Um, but jujitsu is like one of those things, like uh, going from being, especially compared to jujitsu guys, we're amazing wrestlers, you know. Going mm. from being an amazing wrestler, being really, really good at what we're doing, to going to do jujitsu and really, really sucking at what we do. Like when we mm-hmm. do that, I loved it. Like I, yeah. most people think you'd hate it, but it's like if you consistently in wrestling have that white belt mindset. Um, when you go yeah. to jujitsu, it should be the same. It's like, yeah, you're supposed to suck. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, have fun, enjoy it. Uh, but it, I do warn you, if you, you know, you don't seem like the type of guy who has an ego, but it's like some people have really bad egos. Like I've met some wrestlers who who do jujitsu and they're like, you know, fuck this. Like they're done almost immediately after they try because it's like you don't win. You're not gonna win for yeah. a very very long time against yeah. guys who are absolute shit. Yeah, you'll be there. against <laughs> yeah. against yeah. good jujitsu guys. It's like. Well, your wrestling only takes you so far, but it's awesome because um, you'll, you'll learn a lot, you'll meet lots of new people, and, and you'll get to try new things. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but uh, man, 
That was great. If you're good, I'm good. That was, that was yeah. awesome. I really appreciate yeah. you coming on, man. Seriously. Yeah, no problem. I just want to give a quick shout out. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how many people are going to be watching this, but yeah. my high school wrestling coach, Coach Lambot, he's battling ALS right now. Ooh. And um, so just thoughts and prayers out to him. You know, he's been sure. a huge role model in my life. And, you know, we still, we still, you know, talk. Um, he's got a device that you can talk with. He can, you know, do the mm-hmm. keyboard with his eyes. Mm-hmm. so um so we're we still communicate and um just just you know he's i think it's five years now that he's been battling it and you know i'm convinced that you know he's 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 just a warrior and and he's gonna do all he can to to fight this and um it's just just thoughts and prayers out to him you know i have so much respect and you know that's another thing when i step out on the wrestling mat i just think of him and and, you know, how, you know, this is nothing compared to, you know, what someone like that's going through. Um, he's, 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 he's fighting for a lot more than a, you know, wrestling match, you know, he's mm-hmm. fighting for a lot more than that. Um, mm-hmm. So just, just thoughts and prayers out to him. He's, he's an awesome guy. He wrestled, he wrestled at a UNK with the, with the Delogna and, and yeah. that, that, that group. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, he's, he's just a really good guy and, and has helped me so much in this sport. So. Yeah, man. Yeah. Some just just kind of want to end on that and just give him get give him a little recognition because yeah, man, love the death. Of course, dude. Well, hey, man, we're we're thinking about you guys. I'm yeah. really hoping it goes well. And yeah, we have we usually have about two to three hundred people listening, so it should be Sweet. a lot. So yeah, it should, it should be fine. Hopefully, Sweet. hopefully, man, it really works out. Um, but that yeah, yeah. that's another uh, a great perspective I'd like to close on is that yeah. Um, we're so much more than wrestling and and mm-hmm. lots of people get really nervous and really scared going to wrestling matches and yeah and you just kind of got to shift your perspective and be like man yeah. i'm so like lucky i'm so blessed i'm so sure. i'm in such a great position uh in my life that i have the ability to do this because people are are fighting you know fighting stuff like that you know yeah there, and there's a lot of other things people are fighting for you know people live in different countries that are not so great we could be in you know ukraine we could be in russia we could yeah. be in china you know like there's lots of there's yeah. a lot a lot worse things to happen than uh that could happen or could have happened than losing a wrestling match. So uh when you think about all that and you shift your perspective, wrestling becomes a lot easier. Um for sure. But heck yeah, man. I really appreciate it. It was seriously awesome. I mean, th- this was yeah. a this was a great podcast. Seriously, thanks for coming on, man. Yeah, thanks for having me. Got a lot of respect for you, man. Yes, sir. Likewise. See you later, yeah. man.